Level Up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Welcome back to another episode of the Level Up Latina podcast. This is episode 144. It's our easy peasy all over the place random episode. So we're going to catch up con las comadres, con las amigas here of LUL. ¿Cómo están, chulas? Fabulosas y estresados, pero fabuloso. It's a fabulous stress life right now. Yo estoy agotada. I was just telling Vero, I'm like, oh my God, I went to this field trip as a chaperone. It's my first ever time being a chaperone. Uh, it was fun, but I'm like, oh my god, man! They sucked out all all my energy, those kids. But it was fun. Let's see. I chaperoned a field trip for my niece when she was, I don't know, maybe it's first first grade, um, which means I was probably a freshman in college, and um, I must have really had a hard time, or must have not really enjoyed it that much because I never did it again. <laughs> 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 but I went with her to the LA Zoo. It was the cutest thing. Oh, I have pictures of funny. her. Anyway, that's, that's tiresome. I'm yeah. ready for field trips again. Our school finally got the green light to go on field trips. And I found out fourth graders can go to Knott's Berry Farm. So my kiddo's in the fourth grade. I'm about to tell his teacher, let's do this. Let's go to Knott's Berry Farm, girl. A ver, como nos va. Hopefully. How fun. I like it's Knott's. Exciting. That's a cool place. That's fun. Especially for fourth graders, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Creo que yo conozco una vez. Yeah, I think we went to not scary farm back in back in our college years. Oh, well, that's even funner. Not scary that's, farm. That's mm-hmm. the only time I've ever been. Esa, esa vez que fuimos en, en, en ese entonces. Well, Ooh. we're looking forward to it. <laughs> Ooh, a, oh. uh, a señales, señales. We like our moms. I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get into it. There's no structure. There's nothing really to moderate. What's going on? Ceci was going to remember what she wanted to talk about today. She had a great thing to remember to bring to this podcast. No? I know. No me acuerdo todavía. No me acuerdo. I was like, darn it. I'm like, por eso. I'm like, I need to be better at at writing things down. Yeah, even on the phone, you know, a little like reminder. Like we do, we do that in our WhatsApp chat. Like I'm writing this here so I won't remember later. Um, I don't know why I didn't do it then. It so I won't good. remember later. So I know, right? So... <laughs> I know. So I won't forget later. So I won't forget later. But uh, there you go. See, I'm telling you. Este, yeah, I don't remember. I'll, I'll, if si me acuerdo, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in. Susie was just saying about how she was about to. She was like, oh, me estaba sentando, getting comfortable to start recording. And what were we going to snack on, Susie? That was hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so llegamos al field trip and I was like, oh my God, I'm just like, I'm so tired. I'm like, I'm hungry. I, I did like two legal things. I'm like, okay, me voy a acostar. I'm like, tengo media, media hora antes del podcast. Me voy a acostar and just like do nothing, right? And then I'm like, ay, me, da como, me dio como hambre. So faltaban que como cinco minutos before our, our record start time. And uh, I'm like, what should I snack on? What should I snack on? And I grab um, a bag of, um, of chicharrones. <laughs> A bag of chicharrones, and ya venía yo bien contenta with my chicharrones. I put my hand in, and right before I even, like, grabbed the chicharrones, I was like, oh, it's viernes. I'm like, I can't have meat. Such a so. good Catholic. <laughs> I know, that's what we were He's saying. too good. Too but, good. Pues me acordé. I'm like, me acordé. I was like, okay, here we go. So I grabbed some dry apricots. So you didn't eat it. I'm so proud of you. You just I put know. your little, you put your sin away in a little bag. It looked delicious. You'll eat it yep. tomorrow. I'll eat it tomorrow. 
Yeah. Ay, I love all the memes. I love all those memes about the sinners y la cuaresma and no se come carne, pero bien que la noche estabas comiéndote otra cosa. You know, like, they're just hilarious memes right now for the, for Lent. I think it's so Taco funny. de lengua si se come burrito de viejo <laughs> también. Everything else. Un, burrito, un tacón de viejo. <laughs> un tacón de viejo. Did you guys give, did you girls give up anything for Lent? No. no. No, I'm a terrible Catholic. I have not given up anything for Lent. I already no. gave, up, gave up my identity for it. Doesn't the last make time you a terrible Catholic. Catholic. No, I think I haven't given up anything that's been worth kind of like saying, like, you know what, I'm going to do this and really commit to it. Because usually that's what it should be. It shouldn't be just like, ah, pues voy a dejar chocolate. Que no sé qué. Debe de ser algo de verdad que, que you have an intention. It's like when we set goals, right? Like, you, you can't just be unintentional not be mindful and aware what you want to do or what you want to change. It's like changing a habit. So I feel like with these 40 days, I'm like, there hasn't been anything in particular that I've been willing to kind of sacrifice and say like, this is going to help me in this way to be better, a better person and for God and all that good stuff. So I don't think I have in a while given anything up. Yeah. I didn't give up anything either. Um, the day of, well, the day of um, Ash Wednesday, I, I didn't even, I didn't even get a chance to go to church. Um, like, no, uh, I mean, I, I knew it was, um, Ash Wednesday, but I, I was at the office and then I thought, oh, well, you know, the pasada, when I pick up the girls, I'll just run into the church, you know, because usually, I mean, in my experience, either they're having mass like several times a day or, you know, they have, they have ashes available. So I'm like, oh, I'll just sneak into the church and do it. Y cuando llegué, no, estaba la, la iglesia cerrada. And I was like, pues ya no me tocaba a las niñas, um, the, 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 el padre si entró and they, you know, they had their, a uh, little bit leftover of ash. I was like, okay, pues, you know, por lo menos. And then Luis had, was traveling for work. And so he, he also went to church. I was like, okay, I'm like, I, I, uh, vicariously got it through my family. Uh, pero ya ese día I was like, should I give up something? I'm like, I did it. No, no. Yeah. There wasn't anything that I was like, okay, well, como dice Vero, like that it was worth like, all right, let me, let me make the sacrifice. Let me, let me, let me do this. I, um, because I was looking, I'm like, I feel like I'm already, you know, spread out pretty thinly these days. I'm like, okay, I'm like, I, there's nothing else that I, I think I need to give up or, um, put on my, you know, on my plate. So I felt I was good and I, I didn't need to give up anything. You're such a good Catholic, Sissy. Like, just the fact that, like, most of your family went, even without you. I'm like, that's incredible. Her twins and her husband, yeah. Ashless, like, great job with the traditions and the rituals. You obviously got it together. I think I had to see it on, like, someone's Instagram two days later. I saw their story of them and their kid with ashes. I was like, oh, that was Wednesday. Oh, two <laughs> was days later. Off. I love it. I, love I don't it. even know what day it is. No. I don't Posta know what's going but it is baptism season. We were talking about with Vero. I'm going to a baptism tomorrow. And then in two weeks, we baptize my little goddaughter, my niece's daughter. Tomorrow, my nephews, both of them, little brothers, they're back to back in age. So they're going to be baptized. So I think everybody, like Vero put it, is getting back to doing those things with the church that throughout COVID were like impossible. Because my nephews are all in catechism now. Like everybody's getting back into like a religious routine. It seems if that was your pattern before, if you had those rituals or you wanted your kids in catechism. My oldest is in catechism, which is cool. He's been going on Sundays. He goes this weekend or next weekend. He goes like once a month and he has like teen nights and he has to give back and do volunteer services. That's pretty cool. And he enjoys it. Somebody's got to teach him how to pray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Did y'all grow up praying? Y'all grew up praying. We grew up praying, for sure. My kids now ask, like, they'll tell me, like, Mom, no rezamos, no rezamos. And maybe we don't go, not maybe, we don't go to church on Sundays. We haven't really done that. Then the the last two years, obviously, we didn't even start because of the pandemic. But it's something that I want to incorporate into our family life. Um, My husband's not, uh, doesn't believe in God, but he has been brought into um, the praying part by our kids. You know, when I'm busy in a, at nighttime with our, the nighttime routine, if I'm doing something and he's the one tucking them into bed, the kids will be like, papi, no rezamos. And they'll remind them. So he's like, all right, let's do this. And they're like, you know, ya ahora se persina con ellos y reza con ellos. And, you know, they do their own little prayer style, but they 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 got their little routine down. You know, we don't have... I don't have them like pray el Padre Nuestro or el Credo or anything like that. We just like really give thanks to God for giving us another day of life and what we're grateful for. Y le pedimos por un día más, lleno de, you know, lleno de amor. And then Joaquin started saying like, y mami, y mami, que no seamos tontos. And like, sí, mijo, que no seamos tontos, que nos cuide Dios, que no seamos tontos, pero que sí seamos fuertes, inteligentes y valientes. Sí, mami, eso sí. So I, I love how they just kick in, you know, their own little thing. And depending on what happened the day, they'd be like, oh, y que tengamos más helado, más, más paletas or something. You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah. If you pray and you se, se portan bien, you know, Diosito los escucha. But it's cute that my husband now, if I'm not part of the prayer, he at least prays with them too because that wasn't his thing. But I think it's really cute that the kids are like, come on, dad, you go, you finna pray. You finna pray with us. That's cool. That's really cool. Ahorita que estabas hablando de rezar. My girls, to this day, um, they can't, so cuando rezan el Padre Nuestro, uh, en la parte de santificado sea tu nombre, they say, um, santo pescado sea tu nombre. <laughs> you still say it? Okay. We, just, we, we pray it like that with them. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's cute. Um, like, a ver hasta cuando se van a dar cuenta que no es santo pescado. <laughs> it's the sweetest thing. My yeah. little one, it wasn't my little one, my oldest. We've always prayed at dinner time. So they always remember and they always say prayer and they reach out to hold each other's hands. And so that's their thing. Like our family always remembers when we sit together, eat together, pray. And Isaiah, when he was little, he would always start the prayer the same way. Thank you, God, for all the wonderful things. It was always like, thank you, Lord, for all the wonderful things. And so as the little ones started to get older, luego empezaban ellos igual. Thank you, God, for all the wonderful things. <laughs> so then it's like when it's Thanksgiving, it's time to like be on the spot, like at my mom's house or whatever. I already know like one of them is going to bust the line, the the line, and one of them does. But it's really sweet, that ritual. And so they know to pray. And then if we're out and about, I like it because the oldest again, I think we're doing a pretty good job in instilling all the different sacraments and stuff, but he'll always remember to like sit in silence at Priscina before he eats, like always. He doesn't have to be told, like we don't necessarily p- pray out in public when we're eating, but it's siempre, like it's always his little ritual. If he's eating by himself, it's kind of sweet. I've caught him sit Priscina, which is kind of nice too. Like, como que, you know, he knows to give thanks. I mean, he's been doing it his whole life. Thank you, God, for all the wonderful things. It's probably what he says in his head, huh? Instead of like, probably. Probably. Father, he goes, be the, it's, sí. he's always Don't saying, let me choke on this tortita que me voy a comer. Thank you. For the <laughs> let me live through this torta because if i eat like my mom i'm gonna choke no <laughs> <laughs> no if you eat like your mom you ain't gonna choke boy <laughs> i know right it'll work out fine, it is. It's fine. It is. no i love our rituals we're so we're so funny look at the way we're talking about jesus and the next one is like no you ain't gonna choke <laughs> i was laughing at the our last episode where we had with um rebecca Contreras and how we're like power of the pussy and first we're like oh my god i wonder if we're gonna be able to drop <laughs> f-bombs with this lady right <laughs> with our guest and then like a power of the pussy she's like hell yeah 
know, you um, said that. Yeah. I didn't know her as Irene. Oh, really? That was we were talking about no, how no, like they... executive, you know, high powered uh-huh. women and all this. And it's like, <laughs> oh my god, it was hilarious. But I love. But going to the doorbell. Um, we sorry, just have to be ourselves. We just have to be ourselves. So it felt like yeah. me nació por dentro. The Holy Spirit came over me and I just said, mm-hmm. power of the pussy. <laughs> I love it. And I was like, amen, sister. I'm with you right there. Hablando los bautizos. So my, none of my kids are baptized. And that's why Irene was mentioning it to me because she's like, girl, just in case, public PSA, public service announcement, if, you know, to ponerme las pilas para bautizar a Gali, because I believe she mentioned that at your your niece's church, right, Irene? If you're five, um, you now have to do it. You have to wait till do it till later. Um, you can't be as considered a kid and then, you know, that is el sacramento. So I'm like, now I'm like, oh my God, Galilea's going to be all bigotona and have to wait to have her, her baptism. But yeah, I feel like that's going to happen as soon as I pop out baby number four, maybe by like, before Christmas, hopefully, or Thanksgiving, have a little bautizo, you know, crazy collaboration event because it's going to be all three of my kids. And I was telling you girls, remember at at our retreat that I was like, man, when we have the baptism, it's supposed to be also my brother, two of his three kids. And then my, my sister, my cuñada, my sister-in-law, her, her sister, her daughter, then her cousin and two other kids. So it's going to be like 25 little kids heathens getting baptized together um but the plan is to go to one specific church that doesn't ask for all kind of stuff but they just know like hey if you are serious about you know committing your children to god and okay all that good stuff and i know okay um they're willing to work with you and do it without having all that prep work as long as the people that are going to be the padrinos are you know baptized and have their sacramentos so it's pretty cool that's that's the plan and hopefully in 20 by, by the end of 2022 we will have baptized children si no, pues no. Como siempre te cuento, si no, pues no. like you just said like Otto doesn't even believe in god like maybe it's not the path and and it's really cool actually that y'all are considering this because i guess that's something you want how did that conversation come about that like how did y'all decide well i mean it's crazy because these are things that you talk while you're dating right talk about what you're dating and we were hooking up for a, a significant amount of time, but never did we have conversations like, oh, when do you have kids, right? When you have kids, what's going to be? So it happened that I, I mentioned to him, like, hey, I, I'd love to baptize Gali. And he's like, well, I don't believe in God. So no, I'm like, but he's like, but I was baptized. He was baptized when he was little. And um, his grandmother's Catholic, um, and but his mom is now Christian and the rest of their family is Christian. But he's like, my grandma would love for us to baptize our children. And I feel like I was baptized and, you know, I just didn't follow that institutionalized religion, all that good stuff. He's like, but if you want that for our children, he's like, I support it. So it was pretty cool because I'm like, I believe it. I'm like, I love the comfort. Like I grew up Catholic, right? We grew up with our parents being super Catholic, went to Catholic school, was really active in church, all this other stuff. But I just felt like, um. Throughout my life, when I've had those moments, like those low moments or those moments of just not knowing and feeling lost or feeling like I didn't have the answers, I felt so at ease because I felt that there was this love of God, this thing beyond me that was taking care of, that had me, like holding me, like, hey, it's okay. It's going to be all right. And I feel that that feeling, you you can't just get it or give it to, to anybody, so I felt that with with my faith, uh, it really helped me overcome so many different obstacles that I faced throughout my life. 
And some were minor, but we freak out because we think everything's the end of the world when we're young. And some of them were significant. And even through those big moments, I was just like, okay, con mi fe, like, I know God and, and, and the universe are taking care of me. They're taking care of me. And I felt so protected and so taken care of because of that faith. I, I agree. For me, that's I important. I totally agree. I think I grew up kind of the same way where we went to Catholic school. We did our sacraments. My mom was a diehard Catholic, is still a diehard Catholic. Do we go to church very frequently? No, we'll go in seasons and in waves. Do we believe in in our God and faith and something bigger than us? We do. And we want our kids to. I do have a faith that's beyond me. And I think that when I was young, it really served me. Like when I was in my adolescent years, having gone to Catholic school, having had a great Catholic mom, having done my confirmation, I felt really a attached to the idea of religion and God, but not necessarily the ritual. So we would go and get our ashes or we would go to Palm Sunday. Like we did the, we checked the boxes, but for me it was like beyond the boxes. Cause I, I feel like I sort of judge Catholicism as a little hypocritical. Like I judged it cause my dad was how he was. And my mom was, how, they were like flawed humans. We're flawed humans. I'm not a perfect human. And sometimes I felt like Catholicism expected you to be perfect. And I found that like inauthentic. So I had to have my own journey with God. And I remember having one really good priest in my adolescence and I confessed for something and he was so awesome. And I thought, this is what I like. I like the forgiving, the loving, the God that's all merciful. Like I like this part of what God offers. My mom was like the opposite and she meant well. She was always like, Dios te va a castigar. Dios sabe todo. No puedes decir mentiras. Dios sabe. Dios sabe. So my mom liked like the Catholic guilt, Catholic stuff, but she's also a mega Catholic. So it's like, for me, I wanted to pick and choose. Like I love the loving mom that I get that's holy. I don't like the mom that makes you feel bad about God. Right. And then I read some books in my twenties that really kind of solidified that for me that it's good to have faith. It's good to believe in God if you believe, and it's good to instill that in your kids, but you also don't have to feel bad if you don't feel like you check all the boxes and you're super strict. And you also don't have to feel bad if you're not like this perfect Catholic, whatever the heck that is, or perfect Christian. Like I know probably Christians and Catholics are listening and probably thinking like, what? But we all have our journey. Like we all have our spirituality and our faith. And I think for my kids to each their own, but for my kids, I want them to have a grounding like Beto described. I want them to have a connection where they turn to God in moments of like that are only between them and this higher power. And I feel like it helped Beto, it helped me, and I think it'll help them. And I would like to remove the how it has to look, how the path has to be. So that's why I say like, if the kids are baptized or not, like you can still love God. If my kids end up doing their sacraments or not, like we can still have a great relationship with God. We can still pray at dinner time. So I think everyone should have their own spiritual journey on their terms. And all the other stuff doesn't really matter. So you don't have to be the perfect anything. Jew, Catholic, Christian. What do you think, Sessie? Look, it says you're laughing about Jews. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God>, <laughs> made you laugh? Throw me on the it. Our podcast is going canceled now. No, no. No, I, I was laughing because you said Jews and then you paused for a long time and then you continued. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, I'm the same way. I feel like, you know, I'm not the perfect Catholic, but because of my, you know, upbringing, también. We went to catechism. My mom was a catechist at one point for confirmation. I think when I was like, I okay, so I we were doing, I was doing confirmation class, but I had already been confirmed in Mexico, like in una ida, like confirmenlos a todos, así, right? <laughs> Even my my little brother had been confirmed um, at that point. But oh, but anyway, um, yeah. So I grew up in the church. I was an altar server too at some point. Super Catholic. <laughs> Yeah, but 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 when I think about like my friend that I was an ultra server with, like it almost in travies. I was like, yeah. and I, I was I was um I mean I was like an older ultra ultra server. I was like twelve, like 
13, so ya estaba en adolescente. And, you know, I wanted to wear, like, a little bit of, like, makeup still. Uh, or already, sorry, not still. And uh, nos regañaban porque estábamos platicando, you know, allá arriba. All the, this to say that, yeah, I go to church, but I, I feel like between Luis and I, and I want to say because this is a, his upbringing was more stronger than mine, he, he's the one that's more committed. And he's like, chula, hay que ir a misa. Um, or if I'm not available, whatever. Él, él se va a misa con las niñas. Um, and so, uh, but, but I, you know, me gusta que las niñas vean like, oh yeah, you know, let's go to church. Um, in fact, like I make them turn to church, I mean, to, to God as well. Si tienen miedo a veces, like, mom, you know, I'm scared or I'm trying to go to sleep and I can't, me da miedo. Y le digo, ¿por qué tienes miedo? No, no sé. No. And le digo, cierra tus ojitos y, y reza, like, empieza a rezar. Diosito, cuídame, cuida mi familia. Um, pues para que tengan eso, right? E ese, esa foundation. Um se persinan, ese tipo de cosas. Um, when we're at church, I know they're young, but when we're at church, we try to make it so that they're um, they're not loud. And like, we tell them like, this is, a, you know, this is um, la casa de Dios. We should be quiet. And I know, you know, they're five-year-olds. It's, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be easy bringing kids to church. So we bring like a little coloring book para entretenerlas, para que se queden calmadas un, una hora por lo menos. El coloring book tiene crucecitas, tiene... <laughs> No, es Frozen en Encanto. <risa> pero, pero sí, este, uh, en, you know, y, y en la escuela, pues, la están enseñando, la, están en la escuela católica, o so la están enseñando a rezar en inglés. Uh, good, because neither of us know how to pray in English. We, all, we both went to school um, or learned the prayers in Spanish. Uh, pero ya, yeah, I, yeah, I don't consider myself the perfect Catholic. Um, tenía, I think last year me confesé, pero before that, Tenía años que no me confesaba, but I still comulgaba because I still felt like no estoy haciendo nada que, you know, that, that I, I, I did anything that I was doing. I didn't feel like it was like a, a, a sin that I couldn't go and take communion. I just, I, I, I don't feel that way. Um, um, and others that are more conservative and strict might think like, oh, pero you say this or you act this way. So maybe you shouldn't take communion. But um, como dices tú, uh, Irene, like it doesn't make us bad Catholics. It's just, we, we have a way of balancing and seeing things um, differently than maybe, you know, the super conservative or hardcore Catholics. Pero si rezo, um, especially in more, in times that are um, in need, like I'll do like a, a novena, la novena, um, me las manda, rezos que me manda mi suegra. Mi suegra si es también hardcore. Um, I feel like when, you know, women get older, they tend to be más, que rezan yeah. más, no? Uh, my mom también, you know, hacia, uh, at a certain time during the day, you know, se pone a rezar, you know, un, un rezo largo. Uh, I, I don't do that yet. Maybe, maybe cuando tenga 50, 60. But I, sometimes I do a, a la novena de la, ¿cómo se llama? La novena de la Virgen de la Medalla Milagrosa. So I do that sometimes like uh, the day that my mom will go to chemo. I'm like, okay, let me, let me start la, la novena. And then That's we do awesome. it together. I agree that I think as our moms get older and I was I just had this epiphany that it could just be like, I mean, what else do they have? Our moms don't go to therapy. They don't have an outlet. They don't, they're not from a culture or a generation that maybe talks freely without judgment. You know, it might be more like chisme las pláticas. It might be more like a little bit of criticism, my mom's friends. So I think their relationship with God gets stronger because my mom can really be honest, I think, in her relationship with God. And she's like praying for us to be safe and praying for us to be safe. Like I've even thought it like our family is pretty blessed and 
we survived some great things. And I mean, my whole extended family, she's got six kids and my brother's been on his deathbed twice because of alcoholism. I'm just putting everybody on blast. I have traveled the world. I mean, it doesn't have to be good or bad, but like we have lived some lives and God, you know, COVID, you know, no one was touched by it. And I'd like to think it's like my mom's prayers, like her intensity, her belief, her just constantly praying for us and praying for us. But that's like her therapy. That's like her, I think it suits her anxiety. I think it, brings her peace and her fear she takes them to god at least that's what i feel that's what i see and i think it's a really good example and my mom's the one that will have the posada she has this thing with the virgen they bring the virgen to her house like once a week it changed during covid i think it's not once a month and it's very safe but my mom and her church friends they go hard man they go hard they they love my mom my mom loves them they're always giving her her rides it's like her church buddies and so as they get older i think that becomes like a very acceptable crew for our moms it's a form of therapy it's a form of also appeasing probably their fears and anxiety like i know my mom is praying for all of our antics and all the things that we do i wouldn't be surprised if my mom didn't like throw my little new puppy in her prayers excuse me mama like she don't forget nobody you guys heard she called me right after the podcast to ask about my new dog not my dog for anybody listening, I don't have another dog, but I am fostering puppies and there's four of them and three of them have been adopted. And so we have the little cute puppy que nos queda, who we love that I've been on like world tour, introducing him to folks. I want to introduce him to Gali, by the way, Vero. I'm going to introduce this puppy dog to Gali. So puppy dog is the best. I call him baby dog. His name is Hercules. And my mom called us to ask about him and to ask for like the third time if I'm going to keep him. I think that's so sweet, but I wouldn't be surprised if my mom is like, yo ni sé el nombre del perro Dios, pero cuídalo, cuídalo, que se quede con ellos, que sea para ellos, lo que sea para ellos. I could just see her. That That's my mom, like the loving Catholic. And it is what it is. She's also the same woman that can come down on you, man. She's girl. also the same woman that would always sleep at church. So I was like, girl, why you make me come here, girl? You embarrassing me. You snoring. You keep, your head keeps bobbing. Mi mamá comera de dormilona at church. But she was religious. It was at peace. Girl. She was at peace. Yeah, yes. 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 And I was like, yes, mom, it's really oh, good. Yeah. It's essential. So she had started therapy. She did maybe like, maybe like five sessions, but like by the sixth session, she's like, yeah, me canso esta cosa. La señora más platica, y este muchacho como que no le importa, que no sé qué. Me dice, sí, señora, esto y usted. And she's like, ay, ya, para qué voy. No siento que me está sirviendo. I'm like, mom, ese lugar es para que tú hablas. Talk about whatever you want, anything you're feeling. Like if you felt that one of us pissed you off, if you feel that I'm upsetting you or, or my sister or my nieces or my dad who consistently upsets you, Share that and say, how does that make you feel? And what exactly triggers you? Like, let them know. And she's like, no, no, no. So this is, but my mom now, she reads like, tiene sus libritos de la Biblia. Like she has her, like she, she breaks things down and she could tell you, again, before she was hardcore Catholic, but now I feel that she's giving a little more time to that because she doesn't have to watch out over her kids anymore. You know, we're out of, all out of, out of the house and to avoid getting into unnecessary arguments with my dad. She's like, let me just turn to Jesus because I guess, yes. you know, but I think it's beautiful. We'll see what happens with us when we reach that point. But um, when Ceci was talking, when we were talking about the prayer of our moms, Irene, you were talking about the prayer of our moms and like our grandmothers, like these prayers están amontonados, like they're over us, you know? And I remember um, un año que fuimos, it was probably the last year we went with, all of it, all together to Mexico, to my dad's side of the family to visit, meaning all together, meaning my mom, my dad, my sister, my brother, and I, because usually we would go, but we would go, que no mas mi hermano yo, or just me by myself with my dad. But it was probably the last year that we went all together as a family. 
um, we had just bought a new car. My dad had an, a Ford Taurus that was like an 89 Taurus, right? So he's like, it's a new car. We're going to take this car on the road. It's almost in Mexico. When we're on our way back, we remember leaving the rancho. And I just like have this vivid like memory, this little memory of like turning back out the window and waving to everybody goodbye. And I could just see my grandmother presionando, mandando, haciendo la, the sign of the cross y mandando la bendición. Beautiful. And, you know, we're on our way. And I remember just looking back and she was like doing that. And maybe two or three hours into our trip, we are, it's raining. It's kind of like a crazy, the carretera's crazy. I, I, I thought, you know, like me Mexican carreteras are just out of control. So out of nowhere, dude, the car starts spinning out of control. And it was the parts where hay mucha siembra. So the, the roads are kind of like a little more elevated. Para dejar que la gente coseche a los lados. So the roads are kind of like, um, you can spin out of the road and like your car will tumble, you know? So there's cars like literally like right everywhere, a car spinning. And out of nowhere, this man in a bicicleta comes out of nowhere and starts waving down this semi that's coming that's about to like run straight into us, okay? We have no idea where this man in this bicycle came from. He looks dry, first of all. He doesn't look like he was in the rain. Wow. And we're scared. We're like, what the hell just happened? We had spun out of control. Like there's traffic. Traffic happened to just stop for us. And we this man managed to wave down this semi to not hit us. And, you know, our car is all messed up. It looked like we hit something, but it was just the car. The car just no mantuvo. Like it just couldn't keep itself together. And it finally stopped spinning. We're like, what just happened? No one hit us. Okay, we're alive. We're okay. My dad's like, are everyone okay? My mom checked on us too. And we're like, yeah, we're fine. And the man, you know, from there just took off. Like, we don't, we didn't get a chance to talk to this man, nothing. And I Holy thought, Spirit. Oh, yeah. Holy Spirit activated. Yeah, we're just spirit. exactly. And what just el happened? El ángel, el ángel de la guarda. And my brother will be the one who's like, man, my grandma's prayers. Like, yep, my grandma's prayers. And we're like, I believe it. I felt. Like just that was the last memory I have of leaving our family, you know, and getting on the road. But I'm like, yes, our, their prayers are just upon us for sure. Yeah, I think so too. And I think that we then take over. Like I feel like it'll be our job. Like I've always felt like my mom's 81 years old and I think out every day that she's still with us and her prayers and her example. And I, I've always thought like when the time comes, like I better become their prayer warrior. Somebody's going to take it over and take the torch. Like I'm getting ready. I haven't been the best I think in my life, in terms of being the first to think of turning to God and think of turning to the Bible, my husband, thank goodness, is like, he just has it. He was like in Bible study in college and, you know, he didn't even do his confirmation until he was an adult, I think for us to get married. So it wasn't like they were the Catholics that were super strict about their sacraments as kids, like my mom was, but he's always really been drawn to the Lord. And so he always says like, don't worry, turn to God. Or he always tells the kids, you know, there's a higher power and there's a reason and you know, be with that and have faith. And I think that's really great. And so I have a good example, at least at home. So when my mom, God forbid, you know, everyone's time comes and if it comes in order, please Lord, may it come in order. And she's the first to go in our family. I think all of us in our family have like a big debt of gratitude and we have to give back in the form of prayer. So we don't really have a tip of the day yet for this episode. So what I'm going to say to everybody is, um, Think about your relationship with the Lord or with your spirit or with the universe. Because we're like 30 minutes in and we've just been touched by the Holy Spirit. Someone's going to listen to this and this is a Catholic podcast. Oh, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. It is not. Start ringing the campanita para despertarlas a todas. You guys know that was the purpose of the bells, right? Wake people up. 
Wait, but the, the church used to be, they would say mass in Latin and not everyone knew Latin. So, this is what you should be awake for. It's pretty cool. I didn't know that, but I was like, that is a cool, cool story, actually. Well, thanks for sharing that. The bells have a purpose. Yeah. Um, oye, este, ahorita que este, que platicaste la historia del Taurus, uh, my, my family had a Taurus too. Um, in, yeah, it was probably like an 80 something, late 80 something. Um, what color, what color was your guys' Taurus? Like burgundy or red? Oh, okay. Ours was black. Okay. También, y también fuimos a México en el Taurus también. Oh, well, <laughs> these Tauruses, whatever year that was, Ceci, they were like super like lemons. This car, like, se le, se le, se le levantaba el hood out of nowhere, okay? And it would smash our windshield. Just, brah! And if you're driving, imagine your win your hood just pops open on you and smashes your windshield. You're going to yeah. You're gonna kill someone or you're gonna die by hitting something. Uh, man, it was crazy. This car gave us so so many problems. My dad's like, I'm giving it away. Whoever wants this car, llévenselo. And, and you better have a guardian angel. Yeah, because yo, this is just crazy. My dad's like, I'm done. I am done replacing windshields. I'm done with this hood. I'm done with this pinchy carro. I do not want it anymore. But it's so funny. Like, um, my dad from that day on was like, I swear to God, the nunca, acá con decito, verdad? Les juro que por mi madre, que no me compro un carro nuevo, jamás, you know? So we never really had like a new car ever again. It was always like a little bit older car, usado, or how, how do they call it now? Pre owned certified, you know, certified pre owned vehicle. That was totally us. <laughs> Anyway, thank you for sharing your stories about religion and your mamas and your near-death experiences. This is going to air the last week of March, so it's going to be right before Easter, actually. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty sacred day for a lot of religions in Easter, and believe what you believe, like it's coming. So I think we've set the mood, we set the tone, and everybody can say a little prayer. Or again, your thing can be your thing, your path of the Lord or your path of the universe or your spirituality may be very different than ours, but we hope that you have something that is fulfilling you in that way. And for some, that might be... You know, believing in science, believing in meditation, believing in, in self-care and wellness. I just took this class this week, which was really, really cool about mental health and spotting issues with young people. And a big part of the class was self-care for young people and self-care for the adults that serve people. It was really cool. And we had all these examples of how we exercise, you know, self-care in our life. And for some people in the room, it was like re religion and prayer and church and it's grounding to them and for other people it was like oh heck no like i'm not going to church that's a complicated relationship it hurts my mental health but that's okay too so no no guilt if you are running the opposite direction of your church and your priest and all of that and your pastor whatever it may be in fact funny story my niece was telling me how um her son get in trouble for name calling a little boy that they thought we're friends or whatever, but he name called the little boy. And the way that family handled it was that they decided to call for the families to get together to have a play date. I'm like, that's a little awkward, but okay. Um, so my niece was like, oh my God, this is so awkward. Like my kid got in trouble for calling that little boy um, something derogatory. And now they want to hang out outside of this. Turns out that family operates a church and they're very religious and they're very Christian. And so they really want, the way they wanted to handle it was to hang out outside of school and to be closer. And I was like, wow, that was very like noble of them, right? Very like religious of them. But my niece was really cute because she was like, yeah, it was really noble and really religious, but I wouldn't be hanging out with these people socially. <laughs> They're a little too religious for me. No, gracias. I'm I like, was like uh, I'm we're trying to, to stop using that. Punch you on the face in her house. 
<laughs> no, she said to come to their house to have this play date. Her husband was like, no, mm-mm, girl, then you're going to give her home court advantage meet at a park, me for an hour. This is awkward. But then I think not like, hey, good to good for them for being better people. Like, I don't know if someone was like being mean to my kids that I would be like, let's go hang out with these people. Let's be good about it. Let's be closer. I thought that took a lot of Dude, that's crazy though, because look, Skin. I'll tell you what it Skin. is. Like sometimes you're just like, what is it about these people? Is it because they are just bad people or these really bad parents that's try to help them, you know? And then you're like, maybe, you know, they're not. And then you realize, okay, these people just really they're not bad people. The kids just made a bad choice. You just called your son something that he didn't mean to, and they're freaking kids, right? Yeah, no big deal. But yeah. Like, I mean, I remember I remember I told you guys about um I'm like, who's out here? <laughs> You're gonna tell us a story. story. It's confidential. No, it's um he, he knows his story. But like, remember, remember when I told you guys that my ex cheated on me, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. So the girl, I was like, she was like, I was like, I want to meet you. Who are you? That's I was right. curious. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I was yeah. curious, right? So I was like, I want to yeah. meet you. I want to talk to you. See what's up. Because I was like, damn, if he left me, damn, this girl must be wowza. And I met her, and I was just like, oh my god, no, she wasn't. And that made me feel even shittier. No. <laughs> okay, so here I am being like, oh my god, I'm gonna come up there. Like, yeah, perdió este, como, you know, Carol G, you know, she was like, búscate una más buena y más rica. Este, busco. <laughs> no, right? It wasn't that. I was just like, damn, that sucks. And then I felt bad for her. Lo dijo Paquita, rata de dos patas. Exactamente. But it's like those things that you like, I wonder if this is gonna help me, like, just either really reach out and be like, okay, be at peace with, like, you know, how can I help and I was I felt bad for her I felt sorry for her and I wanted to help her and like become her friend and at the end I was like she knew better and you know what que vayan con Dios los dos se me van you don't know why yeah. it's a, it's interesting because I remember thinking oh that's a little awkward like if my kid got in trouble for calling another kid a name and then the parents wanted to hang out socially it was weird and different but then I think yeah maybe it's just because they're like super religious and their way of bringing people in when it isn't ideal for Vettel she is hella curious and it also probably I don't know how it made you feel worse. It should have made you feel better if that girl was mm, nothing. He had his <laughs> he had his little peores nada. He ended up with his peores nada. Like, oh my god, parece cosa. But anyway, exacto. We're better now, a lot better. Good. It was worth it. Thank God. You know, I, I thank God that he cheated on you now. In hindsight, because it all worked out. La vida que tienes, los hijos que tienes, el marido Me que tienes. Too. It was all Thank meant to be so this. so much, way. man, you know? <laughs> hey, you know, not today, Satan, but sometimes Satan actually, is, the stuff mm -hmm. that seems like it's the devil, that was Jesus' Inter intervention. Jesus staged an intervention in the form of cheating, Vero. It worked out for you. Thank you, <laughs> Jesus. Thank you, sweet baby Jesus. Anything else before we wrap up this very religious random episode? <laughs> no, happy Easter, I guess. Happy Easter. We definitely will not have an Easter episode. Uh, mm -hmm. We wanted to talk about the Lord today. We wanted to talk about prayer. This is where the Brandon one took us. And uh, if you have any questions for us, please uh, send those our way. And maybe if you want to actually tell us that we're terrible Catholics, we welcome any and all feedback. <laughs> and to provide that feedback, you're going to email us at admin at leveluplatina.com. Hit us up on Instagram or Facebook. Our handle's at level up latina we're on twitter at latina underscore up and if you want to share this episode or any episode please do review our beloved labor of love our podcast it means a lot to us to get your awesome reviews we love getting your dms a lot of people have been dming us like their thoughts on future topics or their thoughts on a past episode we read them we do read them we do have um, amazing support for our social media channels but we also are still really engaged and so we love reading your feedback so please share it if it is in the form of a review or a direct message, please do email us, as I said. And otherwise, have yourselves a beautiful, beautiful day, a beautiful week. Connect, whatever that spirit may be. It may be your homegirls. Las quiero mucho. 
Thank God for putting these women in my life. Thank Level you. Up Latina. Igualmente. God Igualmente. Forget, yeah. Woman. Yeah. Level Up Latina. Diosito, a veces mujer, because it's going good. Thank you. Besos. Gran. Coman rico. En nombre del Padre, Hijo y del Espíritu Santo. Chicharrones, pero que no sea viernes. <laughs> Tomorrow we'll all eat chicharrones. There you go. And salsa mm. verde. Mm. Yum. Yeah,